Man, I got to tell you, I got the perfect gift for your mom or grandmother this holiday season. I'm talking about the Skylight Frame. Go to skylightframe.com. Use the promo code OPIE to get $10 off. That's skylightframe.com, promo code OPIE. While we're at it, why don't we say hi to bluechew.com, promo code OPIE, OPIE, to try it for free. They have the same active ingredients as Cialis and Viagra. Oh my goodness. I uh I decided to take a day. I'm here at the ocean. Uh got a few things to do out here. And I uh I brought Dorgy and he's barking his head off. So I don't I don't know how I don't know how long I'm gonna be able to do this before <laughs> before I gotta go get Doggy. It's so funny because, uh, hey, brother man, brother man coming in. What's up, Nero Wynn? How are you? Ken Kramer, of course. Uh, what's up, Pat Duffy? Uh, Rachel, brother man live from the ocean. That's right. But I brought Doggy with me, and he's already barking his his head off. Um, yeah, I came out to the ocean for a day just to literally just to chill. I'm not even working. I got a couple things to do. I'm meeting a friend for dinner. Uh, brought Doggy. And uh, we took two really long walks on the on the beach, and he cannot be away from me, so he's been barking and howling in the background. I think he's <laughs> he's poking his head all the way around. He's poking his head all the way around uncomfortably on my deck, so he can still see me. But he uh, at least he stopped barking, so that's good. What's up, Larry Hanshaw? How are you? Casey in North Cal, sunshine here in Cali, plus the bums and stupid libs. This place stinks. <laughs> God. Yeah, Northern California, though, is pretty, uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty liberal place. When I was filming Guy's Grocery Games, the tribute show for Carl, the amount of homeless people I saw all over the place. I was, where the hell was I? Uh, I was in Santa Rosa, right? Support local, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Support local. Montauk has a wonderful, uh, uh, a wonderful brewery. They make some damn good beers. And look, their labeling is just—it's just smooth. Look at that. All nice, nothing fancy. You know, it's like pumpkin ale. So let's put it, some orange on the can. Make it really easy for everybody. So cheers. I hope you have a beer with you. Uh, their pumpkin ale is pretty good, actually. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's real nice. So I was in Santa Rosa when I was filming the guys' grocery games tribute to Carl Ruiz. They put me up in a fancy hotel. I guess they put all the the chefs that do that show in the same hotel year after year because all the all the staff there, they know all the all the um, grocery games uh, chefs and they take uh, good care of them. And I went down to the uh, front desk and I'm like, excuse me, sir. I like to take a a bike ride. Do you have bikes at the hotel? They're like, yeah, we got a bike and we got a bike path right behind the hotel. It's a beautiful ride, but we suggest you don't do it. And I'm like, why? They said there's so many homeless people along the route um, that it's made it impossible 
to to bike this beautiful path anymore. <laughs> and sure enough, when me and Matt Farrow were driving around that weekend, we were uh, driving to Guy's house, we were driving to the set, we were driving to dinner. And at one point, we were parallel to the, the bike path. And I saw it for myself. It was Tent City. And they were like setting up camp right on the bike path. And I'm like, oh, this is such a shame. And all the locals there are like, hey, man, the path is just, it's like a perfect bike ride. But uh, we just simply can't use it anymore because of the homeless uh, population. And then driving back to the airport uh, from Santa Rosa to San Francisco. Oh, my God. They are setting up uh, homeless camps just all, any anywhere they could find. And a lot of it is right on the side of the damn highway. What's up, John Quartz? Hey, oh, back to the chilly beach. Awesome. Oh, man, I love it out here off season. Uh, this time last year, because of COVID, we spent the whole year at the ocean and off season. It's just it's just magnificent, man. I, I got out here early this morning, took two really long uh, uh, walks on the beach. I threw in with my fishing rod, even though that was just stupid because there's no fish out there anymore. They've uh, moved to warmer waters. Is the dog just taking over? Can you hear him in the distance? Um, it's just glorious, though, man. I haven't I haven't seen a soul which uh, which speaks to me. I like that. Where are they supposed to go, though, Leslie Larson? Yeah, that's a that's a debate I have with people. There's a lot of homeless people in New York City. They don't they don't want to be. Oh my God, I got a story. Uh, anyway, they don't want to be helped at all there's a bunch of people that are homeless of course they want to be helped they want to you know uh find uh, a warm meal and a place to to sleep at night especially in the middle of winter when it's really really cold but the shelters in new york are really really scary and local knowledge is that a lot of these people legit homeless people that are really trying to figure it out they're scared shitless to sleep in the uh the shelters at night so they choose to sleep elsewhere Unfortunately, city's got to figure that shit out. They they take enough of our tax money. They, they should figure out how the fuck Anthony's funnier than what I, I haven't seen Anthony. I haven't seen him in eight years. You lunatic. Uh, let's just get rid of him. Cut our law. Why? Do, why do I have to deal with the O&A crap all these years later? Why? <laughs> If Anthony's funnier than me, go go check him out. I think he's on right now. I know that much about him. But you're so obsessed with me. You think Anthony's funnier, but here you are watching me. Uh, cheers. Cheers, hater. Cheers. Homeless, uh, homelessness is a, is a health problem. But anyway, uh, they, they, they take enough of our goddamn taxes that you think they would have better shelters for the homeless in New York City, but they don't. They don't, but uh, we also learn when you live in New York that there's a lot of homeless people that they 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 don't want your help. They're like, leave me alone. I I kind of like this lifestyle. I'm sure it's a small percentage. I mean, I don't want to oversell it, but uh, yeah, that is the case. There's a homeless guy that lives in the woods on the median of the interstate where I work. I've given him food and tried to help him a million times. He's content and doesn't want to help. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people like that. They want to tap out as far as uh, responsibilities go, as as far as uh, so society's norms, and they would rather live on the street, man. With that said, so yesterday I, I had to go to a pet store and get something. So I was on my electric scooter. 
and I'll even tell you somewhere, um, somewhere in the nineties on the West side of New York, I'm coming home. It's pitch dark, but I got a little headlight on my electric scooter. I do. I do so many errands in New York with this electric uh, scooter. It's fantastic. Uh, and <laughs> talk is driving me nuts. And all of a sudden I'm minding my own business. And I see a homeless guy in the middle of the street. Oh, I had to say street. And he was going to get run over. So all of a sudden, I, it, was a, it, was the part, it was part of the West Side that um, doesn't have a lot of people. It was sort of an out-of-the-way place. But there were definitely cars turning down this road. And he's literally in the middle of the street, huddled like this with, a, with his coat over his head. And he's just going, help me, help me, help me. So I run into a dog walker. I'm like, what's the deal with this guy? And he's like, I don't know. And you could tell he didn't want to get involved. And I didn't want to get involved. And all of a sudden, the dog walker definitely didn't want to get involved because he starts walking away. And I felt, I don't know what's going on with me because I, I felt like, all right, I have to do something. So um, I... My first uh, thought was to pull out my camera and start filming the guy because that's what I've done all these years. I, I love people watching and I love this weird shit. So I start filming him. I think I'm changing. So I, I started filming him and he's in the middle of the road. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I need help. I need help. I'm like, well, get out of the road. You're going to get hit. And I'm filming this whole thing. And I'm thinking how I can make it into some kind of interesting street video, man. And all of a sudden, I just start scolding him. I'm like, will you get up and get out of the road? So he listens to me, and he gets up. And then at this point, the dog walker just runs. He's like, okay, I don't want to be uh, involved with this at all. He was sort of like looking from uh, the distance, you know, uh, making believe that he might help. So now... Also, I'm filming this and I'm thinking, oh, this could be a good video. And then something in my stupid soul got the best of me. And I go to myself, just turn off the camera, you idiot, and help this guy. He really needs help. He's like, uh, I need I need food. I need a place to stay. And uh, he goes, I go, well, where are you, where are you headed to? And he's like, I'm going to go to the church. And I'm like, ah. And he's hungry. I'm, I'm like, look, dude, I will give you every dollar I have in my wallet right now. Who, <laughs> who wants to guess how many dollars this guy got from, from me? And it was legit because I, I, I don't carry a lot of cash on me, just like everybody else. Uh, I think we're all moving away from cash. But I figured I had some decent money in my, in my wallet to give this guy. And it was obvious he needed, he needed money for a warm meal. 1275 coming in. Come on, let's play. Joe Rizzo, $69. Uh, you got the Chris uh, Catterson with the 1275. You got uh, Robbie's coming in at $45. Jeff, uh, $37. Pat Duffy is the closest. Of course he is. He, he knows me a little too well. Pat Duffy goes with $6. That's good enough. The kid had $4 to give this guy in need. Four lousy dollars. So I go, look, dude, I open up my wallet right in front of him. I'm like, whatever I have, you could have. 
And it was like potluck because I really didn't even know. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was praying I didn't have a 20 in there. <laughs> so I count. I got $4. I'm like, dude, I got $4. He grabs it like it was the it, like it was Christmas morning. And I'm like, now, now, now what? He goes, hey, can you, can you get me to the church? And now I'm like walking this guy to the church. I should have been the, the dog walker. I should have like, you know, I went against my own rules too. Cause you're always wait for somebody else to help. And then you're good. Cause then, then your soul feels clean and, 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 and good because you felt like I almost helped this guy, but you stutter step and you let someone else go in and, uh, and help. And so I went against all my rules. And next thing you know, I'm involved. And the dog walker just takes off. So he's happy. He's got his $4. He's not going to get hit by a car anymore as he was just laying in the road. And now I'm just in the middle of the It felt like the middle of the night, even though it was like five. You know how it is this time of year. Felt like 11, 12 o'clock at night. I, I look at my, um, my phone. It's like 5.05. I'm like, how is this possible? How is it pitch dark in New York City at 5.05? This is crazy. And now I'm with this homeless guy. He, he wasn't like, um, he wasn't like dirty homeless either. I think he was, I think, I think he was uh, mentally ill homeless. There's, there's many um, different categories of homeless in New York. There are the, uh, the drug addicts, the old hippies. Then you got the really dirty, smelly guys that basically wear, you know, uh, Kleenex boxes for shoes and uh, garbage bags for coats. And then you got the mentally uh, ill homeless uh, people. And I, I believe that I had one of those last night. Now I'm like, I just wanted to get home. And now I'm walking him to the church. And then he finally is like, I, I think I'm good from here. And thank you very much for the, <laughs> for the $4. Jesus. And I know some of you motherfuckers, there wasn't an ATM machine anywhere near where I was. I was, uh, I was in residential. I was, uh, I was close to, uh, the, let's, I was close to the river. Let's just put it that way. I, I know Andy Valen, but it was potluck. I said to the guy, whatever I got is yours. And I honestly didn't know, man, if there were a few twenties in there, I probably would have tried to like hide them behind my, uh, my Vax card. I don't know. I went from, I think I could get a really cool video out of this to like, just turn your stupid camera off, you idiot, and, and help a, a fellow human being. And it didn't feel good. I'm not going to lie. It didn't feel good. It was just, honestly, it was kind of a hassle. Um, so how's everybody doing? I I haven't talked to a soul all day. I, I started watching the news. I just don't watch cable news. Um as much anymore thank god and it just feels so fucking good but i've been watching a lot of espn and then stephen a smith i'm like i don't know what i don't know what the lesser of two evils is to go uh watch the cable news channels where they're like trump 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 biden 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 trump 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 biden 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 or this stephen a smith who's so full of himself what he says literally doesn't matter he thinks he's better than uh, LeBron James. He talks down to all these uh, superstar athletes. I'm like, who the fuck are you, brother? And then anyone that has a different opinion on his show, he just looks down at them as well. I'm like, I hate this. Uh, oh, have you checked out the Tom Brady thingy? I haven't. I think uh, I think Tom Brady is an amazing athlete, obviously, having a hell of a year. 
He's in the running for uh, for the uh, MVP award. He's 44 years old. What does he have? 34 touchdowns this year already. I think he has a chance to to throw 50 touchdown passes at 44 years old. That's just fucking nuts. And he could possibly win, win the MVP, but he is an absolute bore when he's uh, not throwing the football. His press conferences are boring. I know they're doing some kind of like, um, what is it, a podcast, a vlog, whatever the hell it is with him. And I tried, but he's just so boring. He's too, I, And he plays it safe, like literally right down the middle. As he's eating his avocado toast and his avocado uh, ice cream, the guy is, uh, dare I say, a goody two-shoes. Although he got two women pregnant very, very close together. So uh, respect, Tom. Respect for that. <laughs> They're starting to predict that. There's a good possibility. The odds are uh, are starting to look good that you could see a Patriots Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl. How cool would that be? That would be absolutely amazing. You got Belichick and his young quarterback against Tom Brady. Uh, but Bridget Moynihan and Giselle, not too bad of a record. KC and NorCal. Yeah, those are the two women he got pregnant. Uh, the one was pregnant when uh, Tom Brady fell in love with Giselle. And then he uh, he got Giselle pregnant. And I think the two uh, the two women were pregnant at the same time. I believe it overlapped a little bit. But supposedly, because he's such a goody two-shoes, supposedly they all just get along. Andy Vollin, he loves to have sex. This, uh, this Brady? Hell yeah! Uh, anything? Uh, no, nah, I haven't seen any crazy shit washing up on, uh, on my walk. You'll see face masks. You'll see shotgun shells. A lot of, lot of people shoot uh, out this way. A lot of people just uh, just point their shotguns at the ocean and just shoot. They're just trying to get some, some angst out. They just shoot. And the first time I saw that, we all have uh, the cops on speed dial out here. It's a very, 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 very small community. Uh, oh, I almost said his name. I shouldn't do that. But there were like 10. I'm going to call them yahoos because to me at the at, – when I saw this, I'm like, they're yahoos. They had so much arsenal and they had kids and they had their wives and they had a wheelbarrow. It's wheelbarrow, not wheelbarrow. And they were just trying all sorts of guns and they were shooting. Me and my kids were literally like right over here and they were right over there. They were probably 200 yards away and they're just shooting everything they can right into the ocean. So, like I said, we all got the cops on speed dial. So I called the cop. I'm like, dude, I got like 10 or 12 people here just firing, uh, you know, shotguns. And, and it was more than shotguns, but I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, um, a gun connoisseur, so I couldn't tell you exactly. But it didn't seem right. So I was like, well, I got, the, I got the cop on speed dial. I might as well call and see what the hell's going on. And I'm like, my kids are like 200 yards away. And he's like, are they facing the ocean? And I'm like, yeah. Are they uh, more than 200 yards away from the nearest house? I'm like, yeah, I guess. He's like, there's nothing uh, nothing I could do. That's legal. I'm like, that's legal. Holy shit. So a lot of shotgun shells on the beach. Uh, a lot of masks. You, you definitely get the medical waste. 
the thing that drives me nuts is the uh, the amount of balloons that wash up. When you let your balloons uh, go for your for your kids' birthday parties or your anniversary or mommy's birthday or Valentine's Day, man, a lot of those balloons. Wow, look at this! You are way behind. You are way behind. Do I, yes, I have a dog, uh, but the balloons all wash up on on uh, on the shoreline. Yes, I have a dog. I got a dog for my son's 10th birthday for the old school ONA fans. If you remember the day I announced I was going to be a father, my son is now actually 11, but for his 10th birthday, it was, uh, it was the whole COVID thing. We wanted to do something special. We were going to go on a like a really cool trip to the, like I, I wanted to go to Turks and Caicos with him, go to beaches or something like that. You know, they do a good job for the kids. Couldn't do that obviously. And he was bothering me for a dog. And I'm like, it's not, it's not fair to have a dog in New York City, especially, but we were out here for like a year straight. So for his 10th birthday, we surprised him with the dog. We would have never, ever gotten a dog if it wasn't for COVID. Uh, yeah, buy your doggy a t-shirt at opioradio.com. Right on, brother. I need to sell some merch for the holidays. Let's do this. Opioradio.com. So we got the dog for my son's um, 10th birthday during uh, the coronavirus pandemic, which is continuing, believe it or not, even though most people have moved on. And I'm not going to get into it today because I don't feel like doing that. We're still losing over a thousand people a day from the coronavirus. But, you know, let's not talk about it because it gets everybody triggered. And I don't feel like triggering anybody today. Uh, so, yes, I do have a dog. It's my son's dog. But technically, it's now my fucking dog. And someone uh, out here turned me onto a Facebook page. I checked it out once, but I'm not going to lie. It was filled with a bunch of losers. But it's a Facebook group dedicated to all the fathers out there that bought a dog for their kid. And now it's their dog. And that's exactly what happened to me. This dog goes wherever I go. It will not leave my side. By the way, did you get your skylight frame yet? S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E, skylightframe.com. Promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to get $10 off. It's the perfect gift for your mom or grandma or anyone else in your life that you just don't get to see that often. What's great about this, too, is you can update the skylight frame from wherever you live. So it keeps it very, very current with the pictures. It's a beautiful photo frame. You can update instantly by email from anywhere. It's a great way to feel close to those you love when you're separated. Easy to set up. And after it's set up, everyone in the family could email pictures from wherever they are. It has a 10-inch touchscreen. You can swipe through photos with your finger and even tap to thank the person who sent the photo. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. You can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift. I gave my mom one of these for her birthday and she actually cried tears of joy when all those photos of her grandkids started coming in. Oh wait, I didn't send my mom this. This was someone else's review. They love their skylight frame. All right, now as a special offer, you could get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com. Enter the code OPIE, O-P-I-E. That's right. Get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. Just go to skylightframe.com. Use the promo code OPIE. Let me spell that out for you. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. Promo code OPIE. While we're at it, why don't we say hi to Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. Promo code OPIE. 
to try it for free, just pay the $5 shipping. They have the same active ingredients as Cialis and Viagra. Do you need help with your package? Of course you do, or you'd be listening to something else right now. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients, like I said, as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Basically, you sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days, in the mail, in a discreet package. That means you don't have to wait online at any pharmacies anymore. They have made it very, very simple. And Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. Need a little help when it's time to perform? Blue Chew can help. Oh, yeah. And we've got a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Opie, to receive your first month free. And visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And of course, we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. The new thing is we got we got wild uh, kittens out here. Well, a couple wild cats, and they had like a litter of six. And we're the ones feeding them. You're not supposed to be the one that feeds the wild cats. And I'm deathly allergic to... Uh, to, to cats but we felt sorry because they run um under all the houses out here and they were like this big they were this big and one day we're at our our house out here i don't know this was about a month or so ago and i'm looking out onto my deck checking out the ocean just chilling you know having a beer or whatever watching netflix whatever i was doing and all of a sudden i see a little kitten pop its head up at the top of our stairs. So it's like, here's the actual floor of the deck and his little eyes are just poking up. And I yell at my wife. I'm like, Oh my God, we got a kitten on the, on our deck. And sure enough, that was followed by three or four more. And what we learned was because a doggy, you know, we leave his food out on the deck. He doesn't eat all of it. And these cats, unfortunately are starving because most of the, most of the people went home for the, uh, the winter. So these uh, cats are just scavenging wherever they can to find food. And they realized that uh, a doggy doesn't eat all his food. So there's some scraps left. So they didn't think we were there, I guess. And they were, they popped on the deck and that doggy lost his fucking mind. He's, he almost went through the, the, the glass. Uh, uh, I guess it's a door officially the glass door to get at the cats. I'm like, no, 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 no. So then we start feeling bad. So we've been, uh, we've been feeding the kittens. And when I left here, uh, Thanksgiving, we took all the leftovers. We put it in a tray with all our uh, leftovers from Thanksgiving, completely gone, man. They, they ate every little, uh, morsel of what I left behind for them. Wait, what? Okay. New rules. When we talk amongst ourselves, Divert all donations to Tommy Michael McNaught. Well, who I ain't agreeing to that. All right, I gotta tell you now. But so this time of year, this is why I hate New York City. I hate government. I hate politicians. I especially hate uh, uh, New York City politics. So my tax bill is due for living in New York City. The first half comes in 
uh, in July. It, uh, just a wonderful time to hit uh, hit the people up with their tax bill. For $55,000. Pay your city taxes. $55,000. That's the first installment. The second installment for my city taxes, which is the other $55,000, comes in the mail right around Christmas time. Oh, yeah. God, if they don't fucking suck. That's insane. You think? You think? Holy hell. No, 55 is only the first installment, brother. You could do the math 55,000 times. To yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I can't keep up with that. Eventually, it's going to knock me out, of course. Who could pay $110,000 in taxes? And that's, that's before... All the other, uh, all the other bills, including the five thousand, not five. I got to up that. It's fifty five hundred dollars um, a month maintenance charges. That's a separate check. And now you know why I do alternate side of the street parking, just to save money wherever the fuck I can. I'm not, I'm not uh, crying poverty here. I'm not. But I really like being uh, honest, especially when I know I got the private Facebook group uh, checking these out on a regular basis. I feel like we're one. Solid group of people that fucking hate shit. Wow, this is honest time. I like this though. When I was still at Sirius XM, um, there were a lot of people that were looking out for me, a lot. And they knew I was just taking way too many chances, but that's the only way I know how to do things, especially in radio. I didn't want to just be one of these guys that just rotted in the chair. I never wanted to be that guy. And I'm amazed. That my run lasted as long as it did. I really am. Because I really uh, went balls to the wall for most of my career. There was a guy at Sirius XM. He's well respected in the uh, record business. He's like, ac actually, he's a superstar in that world. And he would take me to uh, cool concerts. He took me. The fuck is that? Wow. I just saw a red fox. Oh, he's gone. I rarely see uh, foxes out here. I just saw a red fox. That is fucking cool. You might see the deer. They might pop over this dune, which will scare the shit out of us. So this guy, he would take me to really cool shows. One of the coolest shows he took me to was at the Beacon Theater, the Allman Brothers, when Greg Allman was still alive. And they offered seats right on the stage for about maybe, I want to say 20 people, but that's not true. Maybe 12 people. And he took me to that show at the Beacon Theater. So we're sitting on the stage, just, just out of view of the audience. But we're right there on the side of the stage. And <laughs> you follow, you fuck. Red Fox, by the way, I'm a little distracted, but that's all right. And he followed. Red Fox, shut up, dummy. That guy. Oh, my God. I would, I, would I, would, I would do this if I saw Red Fox right now. Red Fox was one of the funniest human beings to ever live. Look his shit up if you don't know Sanford and Son or if you don't know his stand-up. So, uh, side of the stage, Allman Brothers. Greg Allman is, I could pretty much touch his back. He always set up his, uh, his organ to the uh, if you're looking at the stage to if you're looking at the stage uh, it would be to the left to the side that's where he liked to be and when the rest of the band was doing uh, solos and stuff and the organ didn't need to be heard he would walk off stage and he was standing like right 
next to us. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Absolutely. Rest in peace to Greg Allman. He was amazing. At the end of my Sirius XM run, he's like, oh, I get it, man. You're, he, he said it. So relax. He said, you're a rebel and you like to take chances and you like to go balls to the wall and all that. He goes, but you got a good life. They're paying you a lot of money here. Why don't you try to chill the fuck out? He's like, you got, I know you live in the city. I know you got a big place, you know, the city taxes and you're, and you're paying for your kids' schools, which uh, is not a fancy thing. It's just what you do in Manhattan for the most part. If you could afford it, you get your kids out of public school immediately and you, you find another school for them in Manhattan. And he was begging me to just chill the fuck out because I was taking more and more chances uh, while I was at Sirius XM. And I'm like, I almost said his name. Shit, I don't want to. I'm like, I just can't, bro. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. I'm bored. I can't do it. But now, as I as I look at that city uh, tax bill, the second half of it, I, I think back to the conversations I had with this guy where he's like, Dude, you do you understand like how much money they're paying you? Just all you have to do is just chill the fuck out. And I'm like, I I just don't want to. I'm sorry. Can you live the rest of your life without ever working? Uh, Alejandro, Alejandro. Yeah, it depends how I want to live. You know, I got a I got a giant place in New York City, and it's our home. Uh, it would be easy just to like sell that, and then I would be fine. But I'm trying to trying to hold on to what I got right now, but if it, if it happens that I got to, you know, downsize, yeah, we're more than good. Simple life is best. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate that I'm, I'm still holding on because my dad taught me a lesson a long time ago. He's like, he's like, Greg, just live below your means. Don't assume whatever money you're making now is going to last forever. Always live below that and you'll be all right. That was another great lesson from my dad. And then I got uh, a great lesson from my mom. Her, her lesson was really simple, which comes into play on almost a daily basis. She goes, don't let the bastards get you down. That was her life advice. And man, I guess she knew social media was on its way when she told me that when I was a, a, just a little kid. She's like, Greg. Don't let the bastards get you down. This was a cool live stream. Thanks, Robert. We do it every day. I held on to the audience, too. I must have been talking about some real shit. I mean, I'm just panicking about Christmas. I'm actually bringing a, bringing a, a Christmas tree home to the, to the family because I ain't paying. I was wrong, by the way. My wife uh, did a little um, a recon on the Christmas trees in New York City. Where did I say? Like 180? She said, no, 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 man. All in, it's $200 for a fucking tree in New York City. And like I said, uh, the dogs are peeing all over them. That's why the latest episode of the OP Radio podcast is called Why Does My Christmas Tree Smell Like Pee? Because I saw it for myself. And Doggy, you know, he definitely peed on um, on a tree before I, I pulled him away. But other, other dog owners, they're letting their dogs pee all over the fucking Christmas trees. Because when you own a dog in New York city, you don't give a fuck where they pee or shit. You just want them to get it done. So you can get back inside. So a lot of these people, if they don't give a crap about their fellow human beings, they're, they're letting their dogs pee, pee, excuse me, pee all over the Christmas trees. All right. I'm babbling. I know what I'm babbling.
the last like five minutes, I was just fucking babbling. So we 